This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council Podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. I am your CEO. This is season one, episode eight. It's showtime. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. you know what? Right. Okay. All right. We got it. We got a, a, a new leader in the clubhouse. Okay. Very Bruce okay. Bufferish. Yeah, yeah, maybe even Jimmy Lennon Jr. Maybe I'm not. I'm, right. not exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure who had that one. There might be a copyright issue, but I felt it, it goes back into my my history a little bit. Showtime. So uh, you know, we could do that another time. We could talk about that. But I felt good about that. I felt good coming out of coming out of the mouth. AJ, thoughts on that one? Um, I'll agree with DP. I think we got a new leader in the clubhouse. All Very right. good. Very good. I would say Yahtzee's probably in second place, but I felt, I felt pretty good about that. Oh, one. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there with Yahtzee, but yeah, well, it, it showed to, I think tonight was, uh, I think you got something there. Okay. Okay. We're still working on shit. We'll figure it out. All right. Again, my name is Tim Sherry. I'm your host tonight. I'm the CEO and the founder of the movie council. I'm here with my boys, my bros coming to you here again to talk about movies tonight. We've got a really interesting topic. Hopefully it'll go well. I have high hopes. I think it's going to be good. It is my topic this week, so I'm very excited about that. I think it's going to be a, going to be a good time. But, of course, we've got to go around the room, and we've got to talk to the players. We've got to talk to the professionals, the boys that are going to be bringing it home for the next fucking 60 to 90 minutes and just crushing movies. So, uh, first off, of course, we've got to start off with my COO, my co-founder, my big bro, an amazing movie guy, Andrew Sherry. How are you feeling tonight, kid? Who are you calling a psycho? Uh, no, I'm, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I had a long week at work, but I'm uh, really looking forward to tonight's podcast. Time That's to good. let loose. Time to let loose and, uh, you know, get the let out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what we're doing tonight. We're getting the let out. And uh, by the way, AJ, um, that uh, that movie line, that was Kingpin. So uh, don't, don't, <laughs> ever try to get, don't ever try to get a fucking Kingpin line by me again. Let's keep keep moving around the panel. We're going to move it over to uh, my another one of my big bros, the guy who has been instrumental in setting up this podcast, who's been crushing it on our social media, really just doing an all-around amazing job, another great movie guy, and uh, he has been, like I said a couple weeks ago, recently promoted to a very, very sexy position in this uh, in this council. He is my chief boy toy, Dan Sherry. What's up? All right, hey, great to be here, Tim. Mm-hmm. Ah, very happy. I just, like I said, uh, I look forward to this all week. So can't wait to talk to you guys about movies. This week should be a fun one. So yeah, uh, yeah looking forward to. Let me just real quick. Hey, everybody, if you're listening, follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We're at Movie Council Pod. And hey, shoot us an email. Tell us what you think. We're uh, at we're Movie Council Pod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, give us uh, a review and rate us. Yeah, it's been going great so far. We're picking up a lot of new people who are listening, tons, millions. You know, oh, yeah. We're not going to get into numbers tonight. We're not going to get into numbers. We know what we're doing. And things are going very, very well. And uh, I think a big thanks to you, DP, again, because, uh, you know, you put together this podcast. You've done a lot of great work. and We love you for it. Uh, and last but not least, let me swing it on down. A Charlotte, yeah. North Carolina. Uh, there you okay. go. Well, again, no, I don't want to do good. that. No, it, it feels wrong. 
Uh, no, you're getting better. I know, I know. We're going to swing it on down to Charlotte, North Carolina, to my boy, my brother from another mother, his sexy southern drawl, just drive, just, just it drives <laughs> the ladies wild who listen to this podcast. It really does. And it, from a personal perspective, drives me just a little wild too. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Uh, he is my, uh, he is my art director, my, my security director <laughs> and uh, a guy. And again, another talk about another guy that's killing it on social media with his Instagram stuff. It's been really amazing. My boy, Mr. Mr. Marky Bondurant. How's it going, man? Did I say it good, right Timmy, this time? Good. Did I, did I say I'm getting closer. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that last name can be, uh, I've heard it pronounced a hundred different ways. It's well, not literally three different ways, but you know, I guess it's uh, however you want to do it. Well, when we were on FaceTime the other night, uh, your wife said the last name, and I went, I've been butchering this poor kid's fucking name for the last eight weeks. You know, my, my dad always pronounced it Bondurant, yeah. just like, kind of like a quick Southern way. And mm-hmm. then I've, uh, this French lady that used to go to our church would say it like in the proper French, Bondurant. Bondurant. See, I and like then there was like that, that movie, Lawless, where they, they would say, I'm a Bondurant, and like yeah. they just say it a little bit different. So, you know, it's, you know, I don't know. It's uh, easier to say Bondurant because then you can hear all the letters. Last week, my mom called you Bonaparte, so I thought that was you know, I thought was somewhat in the ballpark at least. It's bit French. I mean, it's got uh, some letters that are right. similar. Yes, that's yeah. what she said, Bonaparte, which is which is great. Uh, all right, uh, we actually believe it or not, do have some housekeeping to do this week. Uh, just a couple things. Uh, one quick thing, uh, I do realize last week again. It seems each week that we get some uh, housekeeping to do. A lot of it has to do with my drinking. And uh, last week, I got to be honest with you guys. I walked into the podcast fairly sober i'd gone out i had a couple beers with some friends and then uh, i don't know i felt this need to like catch up for like whatever level of drunk i needed to get to i'm not gonna lie didn't remember much of the end of the podcast but i did listen to it and uh i thought it was really really great that was an awesome podcast yeah that was, that was a lot of fun talking about talking great. Taika. yeah it was we, we, we had a fun time um but there's uh here's something marky and uh andy this is something you guys don't know about uh, I wanted to hold off to bring it to your attention because it just came to my attention yesterday. Um, myself and, uh, and Dan here, we landed ourselves in some hot water with our HR department here with the movie <laughs> council. I, I didn't want to alarm you guys. I didn't want to get you upset. Uh, but you were CC'd uh, on this letter that I got. I haven't sent it to you yet, but I will forward it to you. We got uh, me and Dan are in a little bit of trouble with human resources Uh-oh. with the movie council. Uh, and if you, anyone doesn't know, the uh, person who runs our HR is uh, my sister, Andy's sister, and Dan's sister, and Marky, your mother-in-law. That's uh, and uh, we got into some trouble with our language. And uh, yesterday, I received an email from uh, from human resources. I'm going to read it to you guys really quick, just so you guys know, because actually, it does say right here uh, because it's a personal and confidential memo uh, to me. Timothy Sherry, and she put CFO. She had my title wrong. We'll fix that. Uh, Dan Sherry, my chief boy toy. That's on there. Secondarily, including this memo for information to avoid future occurrences of inappropriate behavior is Andy Sherry, COO, and Marky Bondurant, chief of colored pencils and art director. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. You just, you're not in trouble. You guys aren't in trouble yet, but just, it's, it's a warning. It's a warning. So uh, I just want to read this to you real quick. The movie council is committed to excellence in delivering a podcast that educates and invokes an environment for our listeners to want to return to future episodes for your expertise and expects its representatives employees exhibit professional behavior in their interactions with others. Further, uh-huh. we expect all employees to maintain an environment free of disruptive behavior to foster a culture of collaboration and teamwork. 
What the Explanation. Fuck Some members of the movie council are violating our code of behavior policy by using inappropriate language on the podcast that may be more offensive to one particular gender of our listeners and be considered both offensive and discriminatory and is not in line with our mission. Examples of this inappropriate language include, but not limited to, quote, suck a dick or uh, the cunt word which was used on multiple podcasts by both of you. That's me and Dan okay. again. Uh, so uh, we, we did violate HR 1.13 code of behavior policy. And um, here's the corrective action. Uh, effective immediately and on a consistent and ongoing basis, you are expected to adhere to all movie council policies and practices, including the standards of expectations of professional conduct. Your failure to uh, conform to the above requirements may lead to disciplinary action up to and including termination. Here's my problem. Wow. With this. So here's my wow. problem with this whole thing. First of all, mm -hmm. I wasn't trouble? even aware that we had a functioning human resources department, right. let alone policies to follow. Yeah, considering yeah, you, yeah you did. No, I, yeah, well, I don't. I, I didn't know that. I wasn't aware that she was taking such a, a vital role. I, I just thought... We were just paying her just for shits and giggles. Yeah, well, considering this is a completely fake company, it is kind of odd to get such a professional-sounding letter. Uh, Listen, like uh, yeah, I know. We're in the she shit, takes, She takes her job seriously. She does. And, uh, you know, the thing is, the thing that another thing I'd like to say is also um, – I'm her boss in this fictional mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. So if she wants to fuck around, who's, you know who's going to get fired? Her, not me. So uh, this, this uh, a possible termination. Yeah. Well, I'll not, say this. Uh, perhaps, we need some perhaps we need some oversight then. Mm. Potentially. DP. Yeah. She, she's looking out for the best interest of the fake company. So right, but you, you got to give her some leeway there. Here's so my can problem. Can we not use yeah. the C word anymore? No, well, no, that's, 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 a yeah. deal. Um, no, it's using, we're using it. But the thing is, the thing that bothers me about it is uh, she, she says this could be uh, an issue with some genders and discriminatory. I'm pretty sure the only people I've called cunts so far are guys. And mm -hmm. I think I've called all yeah. three of you cunts at some point. So yeah, that's accurate. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused about this memo. Uh it's factually correct. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't know. I know my head's been spinning for the last 24 hours ever since I got this completely and utterly fake email from my sister. But uh, the thing is, uh, she's, she's taking shit seriously and uh, we love her and she does a great job. She's looking out for, for, um, for our best interest. Marky, that is your mother-in-law. So yeah, I, I don't know. Hate, I mean, man. you're not in trouble yet, but she's, listen, she, she's listening to you, bud. She's keeping best it behavior for me. I'm not going to use a C word anymore right. unless it's directed at a she's, real. Uh, she's circling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's uh, she she she's she's looking to strike. She's looking to she's looking for some blood right now. And uh, like I said, um, you know, I, I I am her boss, and that's the conversation we had the other day. I hope she understood that. My guess is this isn't the last memo we're going to get. Uh, before before this is all said and done. Okay. Right. But, uh, so. so I just wanted to bring that to all of your yeah. attention. Can I uh, just yeah. give my response to it? Of course. Is, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you were technically written up, I guess. Right. So, I mean, so I'll say uh, the cunt can suck a dick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Heidi, I take it back. It was a joke. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit it out, but I actually won't. But no. hey, yeah. I'm kidding. You ruined a birthday party one year with that, with that word towards her. So it's, uh, it's good to know she's listening. Yeah. Oh, she right? loves it. She's a huge fan. So, uh, Mark, are you okay? You feel good about everything so far? Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, I don't know you guys. I don't use that language. I've <laughs> never been a part of this before. I'm a guest today and always have been. 
Oh, you're guilty by association, pal. Believe me. Believe I that. do not use that word either. I have not uttered any of those phrases. Well, you guys haven't so... gotten you guys haven't gotten in trouble yet. All right. Yeah. So it's just I, I, said so... I, I, I am an innocent party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AJ, we're clean. We just gotta watch our language and let we're keeping our we, we're keeping our noses show. clean. Now the thing yeah, we're is, keeping I, our noses clean. I don't want to point the finger at anybody, but DP, to be fair, about 15 minutes into our first episode, you called a character in Uncut Gems a cunt. So I mean, uh, you, yes. yeah. you, and you literally, it. and you just pointed the finger. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Uh, you literally did. Um, but okay, so um, you know, just not that I'm going to change at all, but that is out there in the universe. Uh, and if we have any problems in the future, which I think, I don't think she's going away, to be honest with you. I think this is going to be an ongoing issue, but uh, so um, I'll, I'll take it under advisement. I, I guess that's the best I can do at the moment. So, all right. I did like the fact that my sister had to type the word cunt into a professional memo, <laughs> but that's uh, <laughs> tremendous. But anyways, okay. All right. Let's talk movies. You guys want to talk movies tonight? Let's do it. That's what we're doing. That's what we bring yes, you. Please. That's why the, the four of us get together. That's why we're all esteemed esteemed colleagues and uh, esteemed members of this movie council. You guys are the best in the business. That's why we get together every week to do this. So uh, like I said, uh, if anybody, if this is your first time listening, if you don't know uh, each week, a different host picks the topic and it is back to me, to the CEO, to the boss, to El Capitano, to, I don't know. You guys have another, should I, Okay, Tim? it's me. Yeah, right, it's me. It's me this week that has the topic. And I wanted to change it up, and I mentioned this a little bit on last week's podcast. One of the things that I do love about the podcast, but one of the things that was kind of getting a little old for me was each week we're just coming out here and basically jerking each other off. And, uh, you know, figuratively. I mean, Marky's in Charlotte. If not, I'll probably literally. But, um, you know, we were... The next, the next memo is going to be refraining from the, yeah. ter- the use of the jerking off... Uh, yeah. moniker yeah Heidi warned me and Dan about incest when we were at dinner the other night but that's just that's another that's a whole other topic we can get hey, to title is boy she toy. made me chief boy toy she did <laughs> all right this has gone off to a rousing start tonight hasn't it all right all right so anyways um so it's a lot of ball washing every week and we're all like oh I love this and I love you and I love the actors and I love the directors and I love the movies I wanted us to get the fucking let out tonight. I wanted us to be angry. And I want to talk about movies that we hate. And not just movies that we hate. I want to talk about movies that we hate, but those ass clown critics absolutely loved. Yeah. Movies that have won Academy Awards when they had no business winning Academy Awards because they do, in fact, suck. Okay? You guys all have a movie. We all picked one. Uh, I know everybody's pick. We all know everybody's pick because we want it to all be on the same page. Uh, I can tell you very confidently, this is not 100% unanimous on every, on every movie. So this should get fun. Uh, we'll be talking mm-hmm. about some different movies. Uh, for instance, I know for a fact the movie that Marky despises, I love. So things wow. might get a little nasty. Uh, th- I, there's a very, very good chance I could call you a cunt this week. I mean, there, I mean I, I'm Language. just saying. Marky, don't take that. Listen, you haven't been written up yet, all right? You're so clean. <laughs> Hey, me and Dan. Line, baby. I know. All right. I'm sorry, Mark. All right. Let's get to it now. So um, I yeah, want to kick first. it. Yeah, I, I want to kick it off. Uh, I think the person I want to start with is the one movie I don't think he's going to get a lot of argument on about sucking. 
And uh, that is my boy, my COO, my, uh, my co-founder, AJ, I want you to kick things off tonight. What do you got? What's the movie you hate that the critics love? The movie that I absolutely hate, by the way, I tortured myself again and watched it the other day. Mm, that was the hardest part about this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It was, it was agonizing. The misery that I had to go through to, to, to uh, absorb this movie once again. It's directed by Clint Eastwood. It came out in 2003. It's called Mystic River, starring Sean Penn, Tim Robbins, Kevin Bacon, Laura Linney, Marsha Gay Harden. It's star-studded cast. Sounds like a good lineup. Yeah. It takes place. Mm-hmm. It takes yeah. It takes place in Boston, uh, oh, revolving B-town. around three guys that like, they grew up. These three guys grew up together, played by the uh, Penn who plays Jimmy, and then uh, Tim Robbins who plays Dave, and then Sean Penn who plays. Uh, I mean, uh, Kevin Bacon who plays Sean. And uh, they go through this traumatic, uh, well, Dave goes through this traumatic event when they're children where he gets abducted. And then you flash forward to their, to their adult, their adults. And then uh, Jimmy, Sean Penn's character gets, his uh, daughter gets murdered and Dave becomes a suspect and, 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 and Sean's now a uh, cop and he just so happens to be assigned to this case. It is one of the most overacted films I've ever seen. <laughs> now I'm not saying now now I'm not now now I'm not saying that any any particular reaction to um, tragedy right. is wrong, but there are some scenes. There's a scene where Sean Penn's character sees um, his daughter's car, which was at the one of the scenes where they're they're discovering all this stuff, and he comes up on the he arrives on the scene and he's, is that my, is that my daughter over there? He just goes like crazy and he's being held back by the cops and everything. That's when there's like 50 cops holding him back. He just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that my daughter over there? But it's still played up in such a way. And I'm telling you, I thought the only redeeming quality of that movie was Tim Robbins. And by the way, it won two Academy Awards for Best Actor for Sean Penn. And best supporting actor for Tim Robbins. Now I thought Robbins was the only redeeming quality until this scene later in the movie, when you know he's traumatized from his childhood events and he becomes a suspect in this murder because he was. They can put him at certain places during the night. He comes home with blood on his hands and his, 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 his you know. Anyway, so he becomes a suspect for various reasons. And he's sitting in his living room at one point. He's watching this movie, and his wife comes home, played by Marsha Gay Harden, and um, emphasis on gay. But <laughs> right up, <laughs> he's getting rid of. <laughs> you laughing at your own joke? Uh, so, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so she comes home, and he's watching this movie. He's just sitting there morosely staring at the at the TV, and he starts, yeah. Um, talking about he's watching this movie about vampires and he starts doing this speech about vampire. Uh, it just he lost me. He lost me right there. Oh. I was done. I was done with every character in that movie at that point. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Bacon's serviceable. He's serviceable, but I'll tell you, Laura Linney's accent in that movie is one of the worst. I mean, Boston accents are never good in movies. If you're not from Boston, you just don't. You don't know how to nail. Like I'm sure the accents in Fargo are terrible. If you talk to someone in in you know North Dakota, 
whatever. What about Peter Griffin? That's but hers, hers was over the top England. bad. Hers mm-hmm. was just horrible. And I think Laura Linney is a tremendous actress, but she was just, she was terrible. Yeah, AJ, she she has this weird scene at the end after, you know, again, spoiler alert, after everything kind of happens, where he, you know, he kills Dave, which by the way, I thought Tim Robbins was insufferable, just so you know, I I didn't like him at all. And I love Tim Robbins, I'll never forget him for Shawshank, and he should have won an Academy Award for Shawshank. Maybe this was a makeup that they gave gave them this award for. But there's a scene at the end where she channels like this bizarre, like Lady Macbeth thing. Uh, and it's yes, just like, yes. dude, like this, it just made no she fucking does that sense. Whole, the whole thing was so disjointed. It was, and and she she does that whole not speech, but she's like talking to him, to calling him a king, yep. and he's going to take over the city, and blah 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 blah. And I was like, <laughs> is that really the point of? Is that really the point of what the story was about? Was it really the point of this movie? I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't Sean until Penn, that moment. It wasn't until that right. moment. Suddenly, so like, oh, right. that's what we're doing. Jimmy, here. Jimmy, played by Sean Penn, is a reformed, you know, convict, uh, you know, father, you know, family man now. But he's still got these cronies around him. And it doesn't take him long, once his daughter is murdered, to revert back to those ways, you know, to his his cronyism, his, you know, his criminal ways. And to round up his buddies, the Savage Brothers, who are just the worst bit actors ever. And he's sickening them on people. Sent by the way, he's sending them to people to ask questions and ahead of the cops and like it, it's just it, yeah, and 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 they're great actors too. By the way, I'm not a Sean Penn fan, by the way. I'm not I don't do not like Sean Penn. No. I don't think I think he's a good actor. I just don't like him. I just don't you like did, his you, face. All right. Like okay. I get it. I don't like his face, all right. I think his his face pisses me off. And yeah, then at the end of the movie the end of the movie, there's some parade. I don't know what yeah. the what the uh, celebration was, but they they have the parade and March. Let's probably Gayhard. say Patty's Day. Yeah, it's so March. Get Harden's like her, son, her son's on the float, and she's like, "Hey!" And she's like, "I don't know what the hell." She's just she lost her husband because you know Tim Robbins, uh, Dave gets killed. At, you know, the spoiler alert, he gets killed in some weird like where Sean Penn delivers like weird action movie lines to him. You know, you're gonna have to do this yourself, Dave. You know, whatever. I don't know what oh. he did. And then he killed him. But she's she's all alone, and then she spots uh, Laura Lindy's character looking all smug across the street, and they lock eyes. And then Kevin Bacon's there with his newly returned wife, which, by the way, that, like, side plot where Kevin Bacon's character's wife keeps calling with the silent treatment was just ridiculously oh. misplaced and stupid. It was so, pointless. It was completely right. pointless. It's one of my biggest issues with the movie. Like, right. if that didn't happen, would it have changed the movie one fucking bit? Made Not no, even a little difference. bit. Not even a little bit. It was a ridiculous subplot that made no sense. She comes back. They're standing there at the parade. He spots Jimmy, Sean Penn's character, across the street. And he gives him the gun, the shoots the gun with his finger thing at him. Why? Like, I'm going to get you later? Like, I'm going to get you later? Was that, was that the point of that? I'm assuming, yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, so quick. heavy-handed, on the nose, overacted. Oh. Hate that movie with all my heart. It's so it's so unbelievably cringe-inducing from start to finish. Like the whole thing is embarrassing, and it sucks because you know the movie is based off a novel from Dennis Lehane, who I think is a yes a, a very talented writer. He wrote Shutter Island. He wrote Gone Baby Gone. Those those ended up yeah. being pretty good movies. If you want to do a, like a, a movie based on a Lehane novel set in Boston, Gone Baby Gone is fucking excellent. But, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, but I have not seen Shutter Island, but. 
at least that movie was in capable hands, Scorsese. Yeah. You yeah. put Mystic River in the hands of Clint fucking Eastwood, and this is yeah. what you get. You get what you pay for. I'm sorry. And we'll get into Eastwood a little bit later. Right. Yeah, I think we got but some things honestly, to say about Mr. Eastwood. But uh, that's you- all that's all I have to say. Piece of shit, that movie. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. And like and, and, and I will say this real quick, and I want to let DP give DP a couple minutes with it, but I just want to say as much as Clint, Clint Eastwood is probably the most overrated uh, director in, on the fucking planet. His, his movies do make money. I mean, this movie was a $30 million budget and it pulled $156 million in the box office. So, I, I mean, fine. So good, good that's all right. Um, but what uh, year? You say it was 2003? It wasn't a great year for movies, but uh, it did make money. DP, you have thoughts on Mystic River you'd like to get, a, like to get the let out about? Uh, well, yeah. Oh, can I just say one thing, though? Gone Baby Gone was directed by Ben Affleck. Yeah. That's yeah. a great flick. Yeah, that was yes. Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty no, good director. No. Actually. Shutter Island is Scorsese. Oh, Shutter Island. Oh, okay. Shutter right. Island, yeah. <laughs> that movie's say. fucking awesome, AJ. You should <laughs> yeah. see that. Incapable uh, hands of Lahane novel can be done well. Go yeah, ahead, mm-hmm. Very well. So, um, the one, that one scene is the one that sticks out in my mind of Sean Penn... And the holding him back is like, (laughs) it looks like a fucking, like a high school production (laughs) value of acting. It is like sad. Like I haven't seen it in years. That's the one thing that sticks out the most to me is like how exquisite Sean Penn was trying to be. Yeah. DP, they do do like the overhead camera thing. Yeah. It, like so it's bad. like a punchline yeah, move. Like, yeah, you know, like that <laughs> overhead, the overhead shot too. That's like, what? Did that technique go out like thirty years ago? Right. Like, oh yeah, don't do that anymore. Ridiculous. That, right? Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. And, horrible. and as did, someone, I say, did I say it? Horrible. horrible. Yeah. I mentioned it was horrible. Yeah. And as someone that like like the the actual Mystic River is like right next to my house. Yeah, it it bothers me even more that they've sullied the name of the Mystic River. <laughs> <laughs> and what what upsets me? I love Laura Linney, and yeah. so that mm-hmm. so that that's that's a bit of tarnish there on yeah. her a bit, you know, because the film was bad, but I think she was bad in a bad film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Marky, you have anything on Mystic River? I know it's been a little while for you. Yeah, so I uh, was thinking about rewatching it. Um, I'm glad I didn't. And when we were talking about it earlier in the week, and AJ said, I fucking hate that movie. This is what, what I'm going to pick. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I thought I remembered kind of liking that movie. But as you guys were describing it, I was like, nope, yep, I remember that part. I remember that part. And I remember that part. That That is all around dog shit. That yeah. movie is no good. Like Danny was saying, that iconic what you remember most from that movie is Sean Penn getting dragged away by 50 cops. It takes 50 cops to hold him back when he's just screaming up at the sky. Yeah, that's that's scrawny fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's scrawny fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, it's, yeah. so, it's so overacted, uh, the whole thing. And I also Overacted is the best word, yeah. Watching it, uh, I, when I watched it years ago, I remember when uh, Tim Robbins' character gets killed. I, I saw that coming from the very beginning. Like, yeah. Of course they're going to peg him. Of course it's not going to end well for him. He's obviously so telegraphed. Yes, exactly. Perfect word for that. It's so telegraphed. You saw it coming, and you you also 
know with complete conviction that he's not the guilty party. He's not the person that did it. And so right. you know, just watching it unfold doesn't do anything for you. Um, it really doesn't. There's no – the payoff is so – Lame. Well, the ending is so movie. fucking stupid. The ending makes no goddamn sense either. Like it's so fucking stupid. I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I just. Oh my god. I, the movie is the whole, the whole, the whole thing with Linny. Like her whole, oh. that whole diatribe at the end was just ridiculous. But what actually happened to the girl? And I know this was in the novel, so I'm not blaming Eastwood or the movie makers for this. But this is a stupid fucking ending. Just dumb. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, who cares about that de- that little deaf cunt who like does? Oh, there it is again. But uh, I mean, it's oh god. I just yeah. there's so a many deaf things. cunt can suck a dick. Yeah. It... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has gone oh, off the rails tonight. All right, All right. That went off the rails early. All right. Um, yeah. No, Marky, I completely agree with you. That that it, it, it's just um, the movie's exhausting. It's just I would exhausting. also imagine. I can't believe that, like, I put. I can't believe I put myself myself through it again. I just yeah, wanted to be able to. I just wanted to be able to shot for shot. Shit Let me say this: thing. I would imagine <laughs> you guys watching that movie and hating it so much, and it being shot and filmed and based in your hometown. You now like walk around like Danny was saying. You see Mystic River, and you're like, "God damn, fucking stupid movie." <laughs> Do you think that it's when you're totally, walking around oh, yeah. as a pop-up yeah. So you, you have to be yeah. reminded of that movie whenever you walk around. Yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. listen, man, I was I was 23 years old when that movie came out, and I remember seeing the previews for it, and I was like, oh, my God, look at this cast. Look who wrote the book. Look at all this. I was so excited for that movie, and I saw it in the theaters. And literally about a half an hour into the movie, I was like, what is this dog shit? Like, it, <laughs> it was so bad. And then uh, I'll give AJ, did you look up the, uh, the critics' reviews? It, it's up there. Uh, I think it's like 88% on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Yeah, Am I right? that, sounds, yeah. that sounds about right. Um, and it was so bad. And like the, like the little bit actors in the movie weren't like, I actually looked it up. They, they hired a lot of people who weren't actually actors to kind of have these really, really small roles because they wanted to be more authentic Boston. No, it right. just made and, us look like a bunch of idiots. And, and and for, just, you know what? It, and it works for some movies if they're good movies. You can bring in more authenticity like that. And by the, way, Lawrence, Lawrence, by the way, Lawrence, by the way, Lawrence Fishburne. I feel bad for him. He was in it. He sucked. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah but he was in it. But he was in it. But that's how his character was written. Well, and that was he, the... Yeah, that was AJ. Well, that was one of the biggest problems. They had such a star-studded cast that I think Eastwood felt the need to get everybody a certain amount of fucking airtime, and it just it just muddled the entire story and the whole. The one two acting Oscars. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, yeah, what a goddamn meat parade that was that year at the goddamn Oscars. What a joke. But, um, but uh, deep. I'm sorry, AJ. You and I dominated that. So sorry, D- DP. Mark, you have anything know. you want to shit on for? No, you guys. Um, I mean, yeah, you you guys took a big enough dump on it, and I don't remember enough of the movie. But I wanted to ask you, Timmy, um, since you're the key holder, the master of the records of the Academy Awards, what else came out that year? That I'm happy you with? asked. I'm very happy you asked because I took some I took some notes on this shit. I'm looking at it on my phone right now. So, uh, so I didn't write down everybody's. Um, I didn't write down all the nominations, but I will tell you, Sean Penn won uh, uh, best actor, right? Is that my daughter? Oh, so bad. <laughs> my daughter. Oh, my daughter. Oh, it was absolutely. Stop it. Oh God, it sucked. He must have said it like eight times. Yeah. Uh, in a I... row. So not for nothing, but that year, 
Uh, so I will tell you, he robbed Bill Murray that year for Lost in Translation. That was supposed oh, to be Bill man. Murray's um, Oscar that year. And he was far better. Lost in Translation is a far better movie. Great movie. All, all across the board. Sophia um, Coppola. If anything, Sean Penn was in a movie that same year called 21 Grams, which was really, really good. If anything, he should have won for that. But uh, yeah, so we ripped off, um, he completely ripped off Bill Murray. And then if you look around, uh, there was, I think Peter Dinklage could have got a nomination for The Station Agent, didn't. Uh, William H. Macy for The Cooler, got nothing. Uh, and they just went with the, they just went with Sean Penn and it was just a fucking nightmare. It was stupid. And he ripped off Bill Murray, who's been working for it for a long time and absolutely deserved it. So and who yeah. did, who did Robbins beat out? Robbins, I actually wrote this down too. He beat Benicio del Toro, um, for 21 grams. He was nominated. I don't know who the other nominees were. I looked through, they weren't, I, I didn't think any of them were that great. But uh, he also ripped off Alec Baldwin for The Cooler. I, I, the Cooler, I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Cooler. It's fucking incredible. And uh, Alec Baldwin should have got a nomination and probably should have won. He was better than Tim Robbins, who was just some creepy weirdo in the movie. And <laughs> yeah. uh, the whole thing was just so fucking insane. But um, His accent was dog shit, too. You know, and that, but, but, yeah, oh, yeah. But the, the, but the thing that really, really gets to me is Bill Murray losing out That's the Oscar that he's deserved for so goddamn long for that fucking performance from Sean Penn. That is yeah. that. I mean, that's one of the biggest Oscar atrocities I've ever seen. One of the most overacted performances I think I've it ever seen dog shit. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, in, in a film like that, that's, you know, Oscar season, yep. whatever. One of the most overacted uh, performances I've ever seen in an overacted film. He was the most overacting of the yep. overactors. Yep. And it, I, I mean, he was so over the top. It was it was vomited. It was really really awful. Hey uh, AJ, I think it would be real fun, real quick. Um, why don't we do a rating for for Mystic River? Zero, Zero out of five. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta... <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> you you want to think about that for a sec, AJ? <laughs> I let it marinate as long as it needs. Yeah, to. I, I just I mean, I give it like a half a star because Laura Linney can get it, but like that's about <laughs> it. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna get another fucking memo from HR. Oh yeah, about who could get it. Yeah, that's, that's God damn it. Now I'm stressed. But uh, all right. Uh, well, I think yeah, Marky's right. I think we took a large enough dump on that movie for a while. I. In uh, that being said, apologies. Now I'm uh, now I'm I'm deciding who I want to joust with because I know the next movies and you've picked and I disagree with you guys. So I gotta yeah. pick my first dance partner. And I, I think I think I'm gonna go with Marky for my first dance partner yeah. tonight. Oh so shit! Right. Yeah, why don't, why don't you tell me what your uh, okay. movie you hate is? Tell me why you hate it, and uh, really, really spare no detail. Sure. Okay. So uh, a little bit of lead up, and this is kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier tonight. That uh, the hardest part of this week was finding or watching or rewatching a movie that we hate, right? To get familiar with it. And I was about to choose Lincoln, the Spielberg movie with Down Day Lewis. I hated that movie and I hated it so much that I did not want to rewatch it. So I abandoned that one and I decided to go with this other movie that I hadn't seen before, but I knew I would hate. The movie I went with is the 2018 version of A Star is Born. And I say 2018 version because this is the fourth time this movie has been made. And this one has Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, 
and Bradley Cooper plays a greasy, drunk, sunburnt, musical, famous person that's somehow we're supposed to believe is famous from this mediocre, borderline shitty music and is super wealthy, discovers Lady Gaga at this bar and falls in love with her, brings her along for the ride. The movie is two hours and 15 minutes long, but feels like a montage the whole time. It's just why, clipped. It's clipped. Boom, 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 why, boom for two why, hours yeah, and 15 why, minutes. Why does he discover her at a bar? He's plastic. He's, he's drunk fucking, the whole time. He's a raging alcoholic. And she's singing. She's yeah. singing at the bar. She's singing at the bar. He's at the bar to drink. He's the plaster drunk 24-7. Um, so going, all right, circling back around. That's the gist of the two hours and 15 minutes. That's a montage. Timmy, I don't know how you like this movie. Let me continue here. Um, Lady Gaga, she gets into this uh, music business. And at the beginning, she's like super like tough. She punches people in the face. And she's like really hard, hard line, wants to stay with like her originality, her look. And then at some point for no explanation or reason, she's changing her hair color. She's wearing like all this glitter and bedazzled vests and she's doing hip hop. And she changes these looks and bounces around for no explanation after she was just like, this is my voice. This is the way that I sing. And I put her in that accent because that's the way she sounds like to me, trailer trash. <laughs> The movie also has Andrew Dice Clay that plays oh, hey Lady Gaga's dad, which I didn't realize that was Dice until the movie was actually over. Because I'm I only know Dice with the big glasses, the black hair, the gloves, and then see, he he actually did he did. He did was great. Dice Clay? Yeah, that was her dad. Um, so also Dave Chappelle is in it. Eddie Murphy is in it. I don't know why all these comedians are in it. They don't play. When's, comedic when roles. when is when is when is Eddie Murphy in it? He plays. He's the, the the priest or the chaplain that marries them. After no, that's Eddie. That's Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. I'm sorry, not Eddie Murphy. Um, let me correct my notes here and uh, moving along. <laughs> after Bradley Cooper in a sorry. drunken <laughs> breakfast proposes to Lady Gaga with a piece of wire, the the whole movie is just him plastered, her creating her career that it just, like I said, it's, the movie almost seems like a music video with the amount of cuts and scene changes. This movie is directed by Bradley Cooper. Um, it wasn't the worst direction, but what I can't wrap my head around is that this movie has a 90% critic review on Rotten Tomatoes and a 79% audience score. I could barely watch it. I don't know why so many people loved it. It's we're supposed to believe that the music that they're making is good and that it makes them famous. At one point, Bradley Cooper's music is a ripoff of um, the Black Keys, and, and a little bit later, it goes into like this Chris Stapleton like country music. Um, speaking of country, uh, his older brother or half brother is Sam Elliott, and. You know, he's always good, but it's just, it doesn't seem to be like a <laughs> roadhouse. Sorry. There doesn't yeah. seem to be a lot of like, I don't know. I didn't feel like there was continuity to it besides Bradley Cooper always being drunk. Though what would have made the movie better for me 
if it, I, I'll go ahead and give you my rating right now. It's, I'm going to give it a one because there are movies below one, but it would have been better <laughs> if we saw spoiler alert, Bradley Cooper kills himself. It would have been better if we actually saw him like eat a barrel of a gun and blow his head off. Instead, it's like this weird insinuation, like, oh, he's going to kill himself now and he's going to close the garage door and his dog's outside crying. And like, and then there's like some police lights and then it's just Lady Gaga crying. It's, we all know he fucking killed himself. Show it. Like the, it's, we just watched two hours of this stupid movie. At least we can see somebody. Oh, speaking of, it's rated R. For what reason? We, we use more profanity. Lady Gaga nip slip. Oh yeah, nip slip. <laughs> sure. That's a rated R. I actually looked into, I Googled it. Why is a Star is Born rated R? And it said, uh, apparently there's a certain amount of F words you use and then you hit like a, a, a new tier. And yeah. then it was, there was implied frontal nudity for a split second. You see her bush and then it's gone. <laughs> yes. Um, and when she's in the tub and she kicks him out because when he calls her ugly. Yeah, I li- I literally watched this movie like just a little while ago. Are you serious? <laughs> Why? <laughs> just to be educated for the podcast. What do you mean? I'm doing podcast prep, baby. Doing podcast prep, baby. All right, so Marky, are you ready? Do you get? Just um, tell me when you're ready for me to respond. Okay. The the last thing is, you know, like it's I guess it's supposed to be centered around like their love for each other, but I never felt like there was any love like he was plastered and just seemed to be like winging it and she just seemed to be riding this wave of like getting famous and again just the idea of the movie just being one continuous montage there was no characters that ever fleshed out any personality i just wish bradley cooper we could have seen him kill himself it would have had some real closure to it all right, Actually, let, if let, it was just 90 minutes of him, like a loop of him killing himself. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, Marky, let, let me respond because I, I do love A Star is Born. Um, and, yeah, uh, tell me how. I, I, just, I will. I will. First of all, I will, I will concede, I will concede um, that um, the whole thing kind of happened like it was kind of, it was kind of forced. You know, he stumbles drunkenly into a bar, sees a girl singing. 10 minutes later, she's on the stage and she's a star. Like, I get it. It was, it was, it, it was need a is a montage. Yeah. Montage. Uh, montage. So I, first of all, I love both of them. And that's the thing. I know you despise both of them to begin with. So going into yeah, the movie, you hate their guts, the two of them. And I love them. <laughs> not necessarily. So, uh, and first of all, Lady, face. Lady Gaga poke, poke, can get poke, it. Poke, first poke of face. all, she, she can get it. Yeah, um, poker face. <laughs> yes. I, lo- I love Bradley Cooper. All right. I think yeah, he's great. I actually thought Bradley Cooper was really, really good in the movie. He I did. thought he did a good job. His, um, his acting was great, right? I mean, sorry to side note you there, yeah. but like, I, I will give it uh, that, that one star because of his character being 24-7 wasted. He did play as a theater kid. He played that wasted character very very well yeah and I, I give him a lot of credit too because before he started um getting this movie together he had never even picked up a guitar in his life or really sang at all so oh, he taught himself thing, right? to, he yeah. learned the guitar he sang like he became he made himself a pretty good musician to the point where the two of them actually performed uh 
that at the Academy Awards. The, no one asked them to. But they didn't show. No, I actually, no, oh. I actually, no, it's fine. No, no, no. I thought, I thought it was. I actually he thought did, the performance he, was good. he totally paled in comparison to Gaga and vocals at the. Well, Oscars. She's, she's a musician. He he had just learned to be a musician. To be fair, but um, no, right. I, I actually, first of all, I thought Sam Elliott was fucking brilliant in a very small, limited role that he had. I thought he was really good. I know I really enjoyed the story. I thought the music uh, wasn't that bad. I know Marky's uh, fucking music snob, so that makes it. You know, obviously you're gonna shit on anything that's music snob. Oh it's shit. Not fucking elo so it sucks so you know the uh i thought the music wasn't bad i thought the story was good i loved dice clay in it actually i loved the little yeah. uh, the the part with dave Chappelle. i thought was really great no i i, I think um uh, and, and the thing I, I liked about the relationship between the two of them was the fact that she was this brilliant musician. She really was. She was a brilliant singer, brilliant, you know, she, she knew. But then, you know, they got together with that fucking cunty agent. I forget the guy, the actor's yeah. name. I, I, and I and he turned part. her, yeah, he turned her into something that he didn't want her to be. And everybody kept telling him, oh, it's because you're jealous. You're jealous. It wasn't that. He was upset that she was becoming something that she wasn't supposed to be. She was becoming a pop star when she was supposed to be like a Singer, every, everyone, everyone knew that and she knew that and but she continued to still stick around with this yeah because that's what they all do that's, for the most part that's what they all do and they all become these stupid artists with ridiculous hair color and terrible fucking song lyrics she wasn't true to herself and that's what drove him so fucking crazy and he and then then the drinking just was insane um you know but then like you did see some love between them especially when he got out of rehab things seemed to be better but then he just knew his life was useless and he didn't want to live on not well, drinking. It was, that, it was that limey, greasy agent again that was like, you are going to ruin it as soon right. as you hit the bottle again. It's going to be over. Yeah, and I, don't, no, no. I don't want you anywhere near her when it happens. Yeah, that was super cliche and stupid. I will concede that to you. And but he's like, it, oh, I, I might as well go kill myself now. Yeah, no, it, 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 was, it was partially an overreaction. That's fine. I, I'll give again, I'll not, concede that. I don't think it was an overreaction. I think he also was constantly in like an agony with like his ear yeah he had the deaf he was oh, going tinnitus? deaf and, yeah. he had the tinnitus, tinnitus? yeah, yeah. oh i'm he sorry he's got, he's got a little ring in his ear he's, he's supposed yeah. to be a, a country dude a it rock was star more than a, i think it was more than a little ringing i think it was like a, a constant thing yeah, yeah well maybe he could become like a driver for the mob yeah, yeah. But baby he driver, was, nothing. Oh, baby driver i get it that movie actually i almost did that movie for movies i fucking hate just so you know but 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 he was he was a sick man like that was the thing. Yeah, he and he had, a, he had a rough childhood. It was all, yeah, it was always gonna end. He he tried to hang himself when he was younger, when he yeah. was like thirteen. Yeah, you know, it was always yeah. gonna. He had suicidal tendencies. It was gonna, you know, there, there was so it was not gonna be a happy ending. The least they could do for us as the viewers was show Bradley Cooper kill himself. That would have been best. <laughs> I I thought it was appropriate the the way that they filmed it. No, yeah. it was. I mean, no. It's Marky, you're lying. It's not for the viewer. You mean and by viewers? You mean you? Like you would have been? It would have been closure for me to Marky, watch this shitty movie. Let me ask you this question: <laughs> Had they actually shown him blow his brains out, would it have brought your rating up on the movie? Yeah, for sure. I said that earlier. I, I would definitely. <laughs> it'd, it'd go from one star to uh, one point one seven five probably. <laughs> All right. What if they showed him blowing his brains out in the first five minutes of the movie? Oh, dude. <laughs> that would have been a rad movie. All right. All right. Well, I mean, uh, agree to disagree. It's all right. I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, actually, let's go to uh, the independent here. AJ, did you like it? Okay. So 
I I liked the direction and I like Bradley Cooper a lot. Okay. I think he's an awesome actor. I think uh, he's appropriately rated, not underrated or overrated. I think he's a really good actor. Um, I like the story. Well, and the I story thought, is tried and true. Sorry to cut you off. That's I meant to say that earlier. This that's fine. Is, this is the fourth time this movie's been fourth? made. Right. Yeah. That's fine. Time. The, the story, story has a good backbone. Yes. So and they the story is good. Still ruined it. The story. No, I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The story is good. Cooper's performance is good. I was not a huge fan of Gaga. I know she's a good singer and all that, and it's I know she's done some Gaga. It's, I know it's, she's done. I know she's done some acting in American Horror Story and some other stuff. And so she's, you know, and she was nominated for Best uh, Actress, I think. Oh, the man, got nominated so many times. A bunch of times. Not for Cooper's directing, though, by the way. But I did like the directing. I did like Cooper. I did mostly enjoy the story, actually. I didn't... I didn't love... Um, how, it was very melodramatic, so that's not really something that that resonates with me. But in any, in any event, I thought it was a fairly quality film, um, and I did like uh, Cooper's performance a lot. Okay, GP, uh, do you have anything to say about *A Star Is Born*? Uh, sure. Uh, I've never actually seen it, <laughs> but I'm just me. hating on it because it's way more fun to hate on a movie. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, I'll leave it at this. I'll leave it at this. I, I respect your opinion. You are one of my esteemed colleagues. So I, I, uh, I, do, I do respect your opinion. And maybe I'll look back and uh, maybe I'll, I'll watch it again and, and with, uh, with some of your Cliff's notes and see if, uh, see if I do hate it. But I actually, I like it. it, it I, think, I, think it's, I think it's good. I don't know. Call me crazy. Okay. Um, all right, boys. So we're going to... Uh, we're going to keep going around the panel here. Uh, up next, DP. DP, my, uh, my chief boy toy. Uh, I already know what your movie is, and you're going to have a couple dance partners. So uh, yeah. go ahead. What's your movie? And tell me what you uh, hate about this movie. And uh, have at it. Okay, will do. So I realize, child, I know some of you like it. Actually, everybody I know likes this movie. And my goal right now is to kind of shine the light and make you guys hate the movie as much as I do. <laughs> okay. Because really, this movie isn't that fucking good. I don't know why everyone loves it. And uh, yeah, I, we'll get right to it. It is Martin Scorsese's Casino. This mode starring uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Sharon Stone, who I, I'll give her credit. Sharon Stone was great in this movie. But that's about it. Uh, James Woods in it, Don Rickles. And really all this movie is is uh, like people were like, oh, hey, Goodfellas was fucking great. So let's just stick them in Vegas and see what happens. Mm. There's nothing fucking new here. They just took Goodfellas and stuck them in the fucking desert and thought it was great. Like even like Dude, it's based on a, it's based on a novel. Eh, fuck the novel. It's based on real events, <laughs> but it's yeah, based and, on real events. And so they have Joe Pesci just basically do an imitation of Tommy from Goodfellas, except this time he's you know his voice is a little more high pitched and it can't. It, it seems like 
it, it seems like he's just doing an imitation of Tommy from Goodfellas, but not a very good one. And then you got fucking Robert De Niro uh, spending the whole movie just like smoking a cigarette and giving people a fucking dirty look. Mm-hmm. There's like 45 minutes of him hitting the cigarette and giving someone a dirty look. <laughs> like, all right, we fucking get it. You're like the cool guy from the East Coast. This movie, like, and maybe this is the thing. Maybe if Goodfellas didn't exist, this movie would be okay. But it is just a rehash of Goodfellas. It's fair. And it, it's not even in the same ballpark as good as as Goodfellas. Like, Goodfellas actually has, like, a linear, great fucking story. This one is, like, a small story that they give us a bunch of bullshit with it. Like, you know... Showing like, oh, Nikki, so tough. Look at him. Put this guy's head in a vice, but that didn't advance the story any. Like it just showed like, oh, hey, look how tough he is, and, and it was a bunch of bullshit. The movie basically is like Sharon Stone's kind of story of her being like a hustler that's able to get in and marry a rich dude and get some shit from him and then die in the end. But other than that, like all the other shit, Pesci is a bad imitation of his Goodfellas character. De Niro is just mean mugging people with a cigarette in his mouth. And like, I mean, Rickles is okay. James Woods is okay. But other than that, like, I'll just fucking take Goodfellas and watch that, and you can wipe your ass with Casino, okay? <laughs> that's that's a fair assessment. Can I go? Please, yeah, Mark, please. Do it. I, I was actually starting to, uh, uh, right before we came on tonight, I fired up uh, Casino. It is streaming. Free, free with on, your free, yeah, Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, so I found it, and I, I, I think I got like uh, maybe 30 minutes in. And as I was watching it, I was starting to, because I always remembered liking this movie. It's been a long time I'd seen it, but as I was watching it, I could kind of see, and I knew Dan was picking it for tonight. I could see things. I'm like, yep, he's going to pick that apart. He's going to pick that apart. And as that was going on, like, it is just a, like, trying to ride that Goodfellas wave. Like, he did yeah. so good with that. People loved Even it so down much. To the, the voiceovers, is, it's all the same shit. Yeah. And you get well, a that's voiceover. Cool. That's- that's you get a voiceover from Nikki, who's dead by the end. So where the fuck did you get the voiceover so, from him? <laughs> He's fucking dead. How did you get to fucking narrate the movie? That's class. That's I never thought I of that. I did no, but let me let me let me add on to that. I I enjoyed the. I, I know it's over the top. Kind of to add on what Dan was saying, a lot of the violence in the movie the movie is gratuitous, like it's somewhat unnecessary. But I liked how they showed uh nikki that's joe pesci's character mm-hmm. as being this truly psychotic person in this movie and then he's doing his narration uh, over the story and they meet out in that cornfield and he's still going on about it like how he thinks everything is hunky-dory and as soon as he gets whacked with the bat he actually screams in his narration and then the narration stops and then it just goes to him getting murdered 
And like, I thought that was kind of mm-hmm. interesting because as, as a viewer, I remember the first time just thinking like, oh, holy shit. Nikki is not going to make it out of this one. He must have stepped to to the left in the cornfield to record that fucking voiceover. <laughs> it was it was yeah. Mark it, Marky, you call it gratuitous, but you're the one that wanted to see Bradley Cooper fucking. There kill himself. was not enough violence in A Star Is Born. There should have been <laughs> blood throughout that film. Everyone should have died. Maybe if they put movie. Bradley Cooper's head in a vice and popped his eyeball out. Yeah. <laughs> you you maybe put ice pick through your fucking balls. Jimmy Bat or no, who was the guy that he was protecting in that one? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Jerk off. But I thought you were gonna pick apart Sharon Stone. That's a, a lot of times when I hear people complain about that movie, it's they're uh they're like, Oh, Sharon Stone's just a, a whiny B word. I don't want to get in trouble. Oh with no, HR. I thought Sharon I thought Sharon Stone was really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. She yeah, was a fucking, super whiny bitch. Fucking goody oh, shoes. It was actually realistic. Like she would really like came across like as a real and like James Woods is like super slimy. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And Which by I his, imagine James Woods is slimy in real life too. Yeah, guys, guys, I, say, guys, I don't think he was acting though. Also, That's the thing. Guys, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Sharon Stone can get it. She can get it in that movie. She can get it. So T right? T W, you ready to joust with him or what? Yeah. So, I kinda. I'm ready to joust. Here, here's the thing. First of all, I thought Sharon Stone was great in that movie. She won a Golden Globe. She was nominated for an Academy Award. That, I mean, that on its own doesn't fucking mean anything. But I just mean, um, I thought she was good. Um, yeah. Nobody else did, got any really any nomination. Did you like her. the way De Niro smoked his cigarettes and glared yeah, oh, yeah. at people? Yeah, that that was really fucking you know that that was that was over Ooh, the top. Glare at you. You know, I didn't realize how Get often that it. happened until you just said it. It <laughs> yeah. really is. There's always You're like right. the music it's like and the 45 camera. Forty-five minutes of it. Yeah, the camera slowly going by him as he's looking around the casino. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely a bit much. Um, but for me, okay. I, I will agree with you in the fact that if anybody's trying to compare this movie to Goodfellas, you're a fucking moron. Cause it's not, yeah. it's not even in the same, it's not in the same goddamn league. It's not even the same fucking sport. Like it's not close. Uh, so the thing for me is I didn't love like the story. The whole story for me was like, okay. What I did like, there were certain scenes in the movie that I just fucking loved. So for me, me I, I liked it. Like, remember when uh, Joe Pesci slaps around the redneck because he, uh, Marky, I'm sure Marky Hart hated that scene watching a redneck get beat up. But, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, he gets the hammer. <laughs> but, like, he, he slaps one? him around. No, no, for, no, 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 no. The redneck that uh, he disrespects uh, Robert De Niro in the casino and he's talking shit and then they throw him yeah, out. Yeah, when he disrespects a, when Ace is like, oh, hey, is this your pen? I just want you to oh, lose your pen. And like, Stick it up your ass. Yeah. That was that a redneck? That was okay. Yeah, he cowboy boots on. He was a redneck. Okay. So, uh, right, so that scene, right? So Pesci there, like, that's a good way to kind of advance the story and show he's a kind of like a crazy, tough yeah. guy. Every other scene that showed him being like crazy tough guy was completely unnecessary. It was yeah. just f- like filler bullshit to show he's a tough guy. And that like it didn't advance the story. It didn't tell us anything new. It was just, you know, like, hey, look how crazy this guy is. Ooh. All right. Yeah. So, ooh, so he's short and tough. Fuck here, here, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, so I, I think, I think Marky. You and I might want to get out of the way right now, because mm. uh, I think AJ's loading up at the moment, and I think you and me should. You know, I think they're going to drop the gloves. I think you and me should just kind of stand behind the referees and let them go. Yeah, go for right. it. 
AJ? I think I think you're going to be surprised by what I say. Okay. I watched it again today. Mm-hmm. How many movies did you watch today? <laughs> and by the by How the many way, hours are in a day. By what the happened? way, by the way, only two because movie. Casino was like three hours. <laughs> and so that's my first thing. Casino way too long. And I actually agree with TP. It, it, it's it's piggybacking off the Goodfellas thing. Yeah. And although I think any movie in the hands of Martin Scorsese is in good hands, but he also leaned too much in that whole narrator thing that he did with Goodfellas. But in Goodfellas, it was always Henry Hill, right? It was always Ray Liotta's character that was narrating. They were jumping narrator to narrator to narrator, where I think even James Woods narrated at one point. Like, I don't even know. Like, there was just narrating upon narrating upon narrating. I don't say, I'm not saying I dislike the movie, but, and I don't think it deserves to be hated because Scorsese has never made a quote unquote, in my opinion, bad film. Disagree. That I have have seen. (laughs) But I agree with a lot of the points, actually. Because I watched it, I watched it today, and I was not as impressed as I remembered being when I originally started. And maybe I was floating on a high from the Scorsese, Goodfellas, and even prior to that, like Taxi Driver and and Raging Bull and all the other stuff that Scorsese has made us so happy about. Right, like we've been so happy watching Scorsese films over the years. Right, like, Mm -hmm. but this one, this one, I don't think he mailed it in. I think. I think it was like a precursor to the Irishman in a way. Like he just, he wants to make these crime sagas and they're just too long and drawn out and, and long winded. And, and, and and I don't think they always work. Yeah. I don't think they always work. And I agree that Sharon Stone was good. Yeah. And the fact that everyone watched this movie's balls Mm-hmm. Made him think he can make the Irishman fucking four hours long. Oh, right. Okay. If right. the Irishman I, was right. under two right. hours, it would have been a fucking masterpiece. Was, but he I put in like an hour that. of bullshit on it. Right. So you could have yeah. you could have taken shit out of the casino, out of casino, and still made it a decent film. Not a great film, but a pretty good film. Mm-hmm. And if you, you took an hour out of the Irishman, it would have been fucking brilliant. Yeah, Marky, Marky, what do you got? So. The one thing that I wanted to ask was, uh, I thought one of you guys said that this was based off of a book. It's also based yeah. off of uh, somewhat real Nicol- events, right? Nicholas Pelegi, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the book, I don't know if I haven't seen it, touched it, read it. I don't know if you guys have looked at it. I'm wondering if the direction, narration of the book is somewhat similar to the way that he jumps from narrator to narrator in the movie. That might explain why Scorsese did that, or is he just going fucking nuts? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, is is there any kind of reason that's why di- he did that? that that's got to be director based. Like, I just, I don't know. All right. Yeah. I uh, just wondering. My the other thing I wanted to say. No one's gonna fuck with Scorsese's vision. Uh, I've got two other things to say. Um, the this I feel like Casino was revered as Scorsese's least film like is you know the, the, the lowest of his accomplishments right in film i feel like that mm. until the irishman came out and people were sucking the balls 
off of the Irishman, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. Not in that movie. I don't yeah, know why I, people like that one so much. I'm with you. I like what's like above Irishman. Was just saying, there are moments in the Irishman that are fucking genius and great, sure. but it just drags on. And like the, the fact that they try to do too much of that de-aging shit. And like, there's that scene yeah. of like uh, De Niro going over to kick someone and yeah. he looks like an 80 year old man yeah. kicking someone not a 40 year old dude beating so, someone some up. people it's, were telling me that you, you're like oh you got to look past that I'm like i can't look past that yeah, the whole I reason can't. of this de-aging thing is to, so he's, he's young and he's not fucking young aj yeah so i want to say that i think scorsese totally piggybacked off goodfellas like dp was saying like Goodfellas was about two and a half hours long. All right. But but that movie had no fat in it. It right, had yeah, no it fat in it. Doesn't feel like, too much. No. It was it was a tight, it was a tight film. Casino, three hours, fat in it. There was yeah. a little too much fat in it. Like he fattened it up All too much. Fat. And and by the by the way, by the way. Joe Pesci won a Best Supporting Actor nod. Like, he won an Oscar for Goodfellas. So he rode that. Scorsese rode that into Casino to try to, mm-hmm. like, to try to catapult off that. And, and I think he, to DP's point, he he played a very similar role. Yeah, he was He played that psychotic, crazy person. He was, he was, a, he was a shittier version of Tommy. Correct. I agree Marky. with that. One hundred percent. I I understand where you guys are coming from, and the more the more we talk about it, like you know, I thinking about this movie uh, again. It was one that I watched a long time ago. I always thought it was cool. The first thirty minutes that I watched today, I'm like, yeah, I can see the faults in this. And the more we talk about it now and remembering things, it's starting to you know, kind of come down on my. I, I don't revere it as much anymore. But the other thing, yeah that I wanted to bring up was something that Sam told me. And I mentioned before we uh, began our podcast tonight that DP was picking Casino as the movie that he hated. And she asked, she's like, well, who the fuck loves it then? Because every time that she was at Grammy's house, somebody was always watching Casino. So (laughs) one of you guys was always watching that movie. Timmy, is that you? I don't think so. She said it was on a lot every time she went over Grammy's uh, I mean, house. Okay, Jay. Well, did did you ever consider your wife might be a liar? That, that could be it, too. <laughs> She's in our bloodline, so I mean. Uh, well. So I, I actually, I, I have to say real quick before we move on to the, the final movie, uh, DP, I think that's a victory for you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I see you over there like, like, uh, you're, like you're on the fucking scales at the UFC. Oh, me, I'm so excited. Me, uh, I want everyone to hate this movie because I know I'm right. You, I don't hate it. It's a bad ripoff of Goodfellas. It's a bad ripoff. I don't, I don't hate and Right. I, I'd agree with you, DP. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's yeah. I, I, I don't hate it as much as you do, but yeah, it's... I, yeah, sorry, Marky. Go, go, go. That's bad. all. It's, I just don't, you know, I could see where you're coming from. Um, he, he, he was riding that wave from a previous film. 
And the, I think the redeeming quality is that the Irishman is worse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That yeah, true. that's the best thing you can say about so, Casino right now. I think, is, I think hey, I, at least it's not the Irishman. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I got to give DP a W on this one. You know, I think I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm not, Marky. I'm not ready to concede on a Star Is Born yet, but uh, mm-hmm. DP, I concede a little bit with you on uh, on uh, on Casino. A- absolutely, yes. it's not it's not as good. And Irishman, ugh. Yeah, I liked Al Pacino. That was about it. Mm-hmm. AJ? Yeah, he was great as Hoffa. Yeah, so I, I concede a little bit as well. I don't hate Casino. I watched it today, but I was disconnected from it a lot. Like I thought it was very superficial. Okay. So that's yeah, good work. Yeah, so. I don't think it was. Yeah. So. All right. Anybody get any last uh, last words on uh, on Casino? Uh, not just that. You want, DP, you want to take a victory lap? Yeah, I was gonna say. Everyone now knows the movie sucks. All right. <laughs> did you let's did be you honest? A, did you give a rating for it, DP? What's your star? Yeah, okay, you get a rating? You get a five star rating, DP? Zero. All right. That well, because of Sharon Stone, I give it a one point two five. Okay. Like okay. she she was really good in it. Like I like I've known plenty of like fucking terrible drunk assholes and drug addicts Appropriate, appropriately she crazy. nails it yeah yeah I, w- I will actually say about sharon stone other than the time she uh showed us her cash and prizes and basic instinct this is probably <laughs> the best thing she's ever done in in front of a camera so i think uh, i think you can categorize basic instinct as neo-noir by the way. yeah mm. technically yeah, there we go can bring it back all right well um dp very nice. Very nice. I thank gotta say. you. Thank you. Very, very, uh, well, well, very nice. Very t- nice presentation there. I think t- you brought it home very nicely. Touche. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. I thought you, I thought you stated the case very well. So, so we have one last movie and uh, that's uh, it's coming from your boy, your boy over here. Um, and I have a movie that I picked. Yeah. AJ. Yep. Yep. Your boy. <laughs> I am your boy. You know that. Um, I picked a movie. I don't know if I'm going to get a ton of pushback other than maybe a little bit from DP, maybe a little, not too much because we're going back to Clint Eastwood right here. And I think we're going to get into Clint Eastwood because uh, that's a topic we have to breach because it, it's, it's getting a bit ridiculous. Somebody needs to talk to Clint. Yeah. Well, he's a thousand years old. So I don't know if he's listening at this point to anyone, but uh, he doesn't know what a here. podcast is. No, not a clue. He doesn't have, he doesn't have a Twitter. But uh, yeah. radio is still new technology to him. <laughs> yeah, he's a thousand. Yeah, he's yeah. a thousand years old. He still hooks up his ham radio at night and goes at it. Uh, but uh, my movie that I thought, fu- oh god! And I, by the way, I watched this movie again today, earlier today. I had some time. I'm, I'm happy sorry. We, I'm happy we pushed this 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 uh, uh, recording at night because it gave me some extra time, and I watched this again. Again, as in, uh, again, as in, you watched it like multiple times this week. No, 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 no. I'd seen okay. it uh, once in the past, and then I watched yeah. it again today, and it did reaffirm the fact that I motherfucking hate this movie so much. It was even worse than I remember the first time around. And that movie is from 2004, and that is Million Dollar Baby, uh, directed by Clint Eastwood. He's the lead actor. Hilary Swank is the lead actress. Um, it's Morgan Freeman. Uh, Margaret Martindale has a, has a small part in it. Um, this movie is uh, unquestionably the cheesiest 137 minutes I've ever fucking seen in my life. It was so 
unbelievably bad. I, and this movie, by the way, won four Academy Awards, one of them Oof. being Best Picture. Best Picture. Best Picture. Wow. Clint Eastwood won Best Director. Huh. Um, Morgan Freeman. I actually kind of like Morgan Freeman in this movie. I can't I mean, ever. I, I'm and, fucking then, and, then, and then Swank, right? And Swank won Best Actress. Um, what a fucking nightmare that is just just to think of because that movie sucks this movie's terrible it's really bad it is so fucking okay all right okay have you guys seen this movie by the way you know i don't think i have i've seen it i saw it years ago and i remember liking it i remember seeing it and thinking like oh man that was fucking good i remember crying at the end like i thought it was good i will give you that the ending is definitely touch okay he- here's the thing here's the thing can we give stop for a second deep yeah dp just said he cried well, yeah, no, his, no, his he's tear, de- yeah, he's, he's dead inside so yeah, that's his <laughs> cried up years ago um well, but, give me a premise. Give me a premise there, TW, because I don't really know this movie. Okay, so uh, Clint Eastwood is this, um, you know, dried up uh, trainer, but he a boxing trainer, and he had. Such a scene. More, what year does it take place? Uh technically. Some um, time, right? Whatever it was. No, it was. A, it, was a, it was a little. It was a little early. It was. I think it was technically the '80s because that dipshit that Jay Baruchel plays in it. Remember, he plays Dangerous Dillard. He's the mm-hmm. he, he's insufferable, uh, but he keeps saying he wants to fight Tommy Hearns. So I'm assuming this is probably like oh, in the that's 80s, right? Yeah, so right? like 80s, 90s. Right. Okay. And uh, um, so he, Clint Eastwood is known as this guy. Ag- Hagler Hearns, best fight ever. He's a cutter. He's this really great cutter, like this great corner man. Not a great manager, but like really good, like you know, close up cuts. You know, not the best for his fighters. People usually, he usually builds them up and then they leave him. And it happens in the movie with a couple of people. Um, but Hillary Swank, you know, this random, like, poor, for lack of a better term, white trash broad rolls into his gym one day and wants to fight. She wants to be a boxer. He eventually trains her up, brings her, you know, she wins. She has, like, heavy, heavy hands and she knocks out a bunch of people and eventually. Um, She's just get- fighting ladies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ends up getting a, uh, a title fight. Something horrific happens. Uh, after she wins the fight, she is sucker punched. She breaks her neck when she falls. And then the end is like legitimately guys, the last 20 minutes of this movie is if you're even remotely suicidal, hide the fucking sharp objects in your house. Because the last 20 minutes of this movie is like, Oh my, f- I want to die. It was, it was so, so horribly depressing. How far into the movie does she break her neck? Cause I know that's an iconic scene. I know that's part of this movie. That's There's like probably the... about 25 minutes left, 25, 30 minutes left in the movie. So that's near the end when she falls yeah. on the stool and snaps yeah, her neck. Yeah. And then she's, you know, uh, quadriplegic. She's a, not a vegetable. She's speaking, but she's fucked up. And, um, but everything leading up to that moment was terrible in this movie. It's so bad. It is so fucking cheesy. It is so overacted. It's it's like this. It's this weird thing with Clint Eastwood. It's like he's not happy unless he cheeses shit up. Like he does this thing where a lot of directors will just kind of have these like these themes and these motifs and these things that you figure out as the viewer. But Clint Eastwood has this fucking need to say those things. Like you see something happen and then the actor says it. Like, no, I got it, dickhead. Like you don't have to say it. Like it happens over and over again. It's just, it's fucking boring. It's, uh, it, it's really boring. It's, it's, um, there's a scene with the, uh, the fucking, the speed bag where they have this, 
oh my god i i'm getting upset because it's so bad it's so disjointed <laughs> like the like the conversations are so disjointed nobody talks like that like it's so like there's no pace wow. to the movie it's just broken up and down there's no pace everything is just such everything is just so exhausting all the time and uh and then of course eastwood has as has to exploit poor people at one point because that's his thing. And when he brings in to hear her family, Margot Martindale, who actually I love from that one season of Justified. Remember that? Oh, she, I, I she love her forever. Amazing. I'll love her forever because of that. Yeah. She's insufferable in this movie. And like, oh, remember, she's like, you shouldn't have bought me this house. Now I'm not going to get my welfare. I'm like, all right, dude, stop taking shots <laughs> at poor people. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's it just, all right, the whole all right. thing is just, um, I, I really, I watched it again today and it was just annoying from, from front to back other than Morgan Freeman. I thought Morgan Freeman was good. And he, did he get, wait, did he win? Did he win? I think he might've won. I don't think so. I feel like he might've won an Academy award for this. Uh, Either Mm -hmm. way. uh, I thought Morgan Freeman did a good job. Uh, But besides that, this movie was fucking terrible. I hated it. DP. So like what I remember of it was, uh, like the relationship being built between you know Hillary Swank and her trainer Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. and like it, it, they built this relationship, and it you know, and it seemed like he actually cared about her. And then the way it ends with her breaking her neck and basically asking him to kill her, yeah, like it was you know, it was moving, and like I said, I cried. But, you know, now that you bring up this other shit that happened. It's so bad. I, I kind of get what you're saying, yeah. So, like you, I said, I, I just remember, like, watching, like, their relationship build and thinking, like, oh, you know, like, what a good trainer he is. But, you, you know, the other shit you're pointing out and the... Especially, like you said, exploiting poor people. He does it in almost every movie. He loves he really exploiting does. poor people. Like it's his favorite thing. And and TV. One of the things I actually realized today when I watched it again today is that movie actually could have been a great movie if mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood wasn't directing it. Because really, oh! no, no, seriously, seriously. Because I can see that. At the end, you realize that this, these voiceovers that Morgan Freeman has been doing the whole movie uh, is a letter that he's writing to Clint Eastwood's estranged daughter trying to explain like, why he's not such a bad guy. That is actually a really good idea. Like, I, I liked that. I thought that was a, a really good turn in the movie. And I thought, I thought there were really good things. It, it was just if it wasn't for Clint Eastwood making things so fucking cheesy over and over again. Like I said, Jay Baruchel, who I like, you know, he does. Mm-hmm. He wrote and directed the fucking Goon movies. He's in Knocked Up. He's dude. He's I love kid. Goon. You yeah, seen I do Goon? Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I he, he's great. He's hilarious. <laughs> but in, him in that movie, ju- like prancing around the gym, throwing punches like a fucking idiot. Like there is no place for that in an Academy Award Best Picture movie for Jay Baruchel to act like an asshole for a half an hour. It is mm-hmm. so fucking stupid. And then when he gets the shit kicked out of him, uh, it's uh, uh, what's that actor's name that beats him up? 
uh, Anthony, Anthony Mackey, Anthony Mackey kicks the shit out of him. And he's uh, Morgan Freeman beats up Anthony Mackey. That part's great. But then he's like, Oh, anybody can lose one fight. And he rolls out and walks out. And it's this dramatic thing. You can see him walking off in the shadows. I'm like, I want, he's walking off in the shadows. I want him to get hit by a fucking truck right now. Like that's all I could think of when I was, when I was seeing it, please die on that sidewalk. Um, but I just, I don't know. For me, I think a lot of my frustration is the idea that this is a movie that's kind of, it actually it comes back to Mystic River. This is almost like a, what might've been, what could have been if you didn't have Clint Eastwood being a dipshit and directing this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. The directing's horrible. And crazily, I believe, yeah, he won best director for this too. And by the yeah. And by the way, um, and, uh, yeah. Morgan Freeman did win best supporting win. actor, yeah. which I actually, I don't disagree with, but. Did Swank win? Uh, Swank won. All right. Mm-hmm. And let me say something about her real quick too, because um, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I didn't love her in this movie. She kept calling him boss. That was pissing me off. I don't know what the fuck she was saying. That oh for. shit. That was annoying the shit out of me. But then like, uh, then I went, Oh, but I love Hillary Swank because I think she's great. And boys don't cry. She is. She's brilliant in that movie. But then I'm like, wait a minute, what else do I like her in? And then I scroll through her filmography. She absolutely sucks. There's <laughs> nothing else. Oh. She's never, no, hold on, Marky. She has never been in a good movie outside of Boys Don't Cry. The only other movie I think I liked her in was when she had like 10 minutes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in fucking 1992. She was funny in that moment. Oh, snap. She sucks in everything else. <laughs> no, seriously, look at her filmography. She's not in any other good movies. She's terrible. And I'm Holy sorry, something. Hillary Swank. And it's, this is not just because I tweeted at her and asked her to come on the show this week and she ignored me. That's not, it's only not just because of that. It's just because really, honestly, Marky, look it up. Her filmography is bad. Like there's no, she's never in a, in a good movie. AJ? She was in The Gift. So that movie sucks. <laughs> really? So Are I you don't sure wanna, about that? Yes. You remember the scene I'm talking about? Pi- you gotta say that movie sucks. Wait, the Katie Holm tit scene? K- yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's the only. Uh, yeah. Oh. We're dudes. One. We're not. We're not dead inside. Right. Right. I got one. You, you've seen <laughs> Speak the for uh, yourself. the the movie The Homesman with um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Hilary Swank. It's like a pioneer life. No. And, uh, that that one uh, just stumbled across yeah, it, like on a streaming Mark, service. Marky, you lost me at Tommy Lee Jones though. Like that, that, that's yeah, man. honestly. <laughs> Look, we, we, on, we knew we weren't going to get along this week. We knew he's that. In, he's in right. no he's in no country for old men. Yeah, that right, movie. Anyway. that movie was pretty good. It's uh. Can I, it's, can I just it's, it's, jump it's in real quick? Bleak, depressing, but it's good. Go ahead, AJ. So I don't want to pile on a million dollar baby, but it's a horrible it, movie. It, yeah, but. It, it it one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life, and 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 I'm 46 years old, so I'm, I'm pretty much dead. Well, but, hold on, all right, I'll let you finish, but I've got something to say. I think once Marky says what he has to say, maybe because two out of the four films we talked about tonight, we're not going to shit on Scorsese. Uh, Bradley Cooper has directed one film. Clint Eastwood has directed two of the films we shat on tonight. So I think we need to drill into a little bit of Clint Eastwood. Yeah. So I'll do that as soon as Marky makes his point. Well, yeah, before you uh, get into Clint, and I I think you're right there, AJ. Um, What I was going to say about Million Dollar Baby, I haven't watched the movie, but I do know that 
because of that movie, it gave us a great episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. Can I um can I do my quick Oscar atrocity about Million Dollar Baby too? Because that one yes, one, please. Thank that one four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. So let me just say real quick, that was not a great year for movies. The, I mean, it didn't have great competition. One, of, but I will say one of the movies that was nominated for Best Picture that lost was Sideways with Paul Giamatti. And it was, it was like, never oh, going to win Best Picture. I was never going to win Best Picture. Movie. Yes, but that was never going to win Best Picture. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. However. Uh, can I just year. say, can yeah. I, real quick, sideways is the only reason Andy now drinks wine. <laughs> <laughs> and not Merlot. So, um, yeah, he won't drink Merlot because of yeah. sideways. I'm not drinking <laughs> fucking Merlot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that movie, though, uh, that year, that movies that weren't nominated that did come out that year, uh, Hero with Jet Li, which I fucking love. If you've never seen Hero, it's yeah, amazing. I that one. Uh, Shot of the Dead, Marky. Oh, come on. Great uh, fucking movie. Collateral with Jamie Foxx and uh, oh, that was and good. Tom and Cruise. Tom Cruise right? That's that a good movie. The, that was, yep. uh, had some great shootouts in that one. How about, how about Hustle and Flow? with Tex- uh, great. One, of my, one of my favorites. Uh, Kill Bill 2 came out that year. Great uh, flick. How about Tim Burton's Big Fish came out that year? Oh, that's Final. a great, great movie. Amazing movie. And Marky, Marky, I'm saying this to you. Do you know what else came out that year? Tell me. Garden State. <laughs> so, and I think that's a wonderful movie. All right. I think it's better. It's fucking better than Million Dollar Baby. And I will say also, if you, uh, Dan, you know what else came out that year was Spider Man 2. Okay. Ooh. You know what? That's you know what? My... A, gar- a, a garage film with my handicam is better than fucking Million True. Dollar Baby. So it's a low But bar, TP, before baby. you say that, I'll, 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 you can piggyback off this. is Eastwood winning best director that means he beat out Scorsese for the aviator which I don't love the aviator but I thought Scorsese did a great job yeah uh Alexander Payne for sideways Tarantino for kill bill Michael Mann for collateral Tim Burton for big fish and DP Sam Raimi for spider-man 2 those are movies that were not spider-man 2 was nominated for best no 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 no. I'm saying it came out that year um uh, uh Scorsese was nominated and uh, Alexander Payne was, and that's it. Those other ones I said were not nominated, but those movies uh-huh. came out that year, should have gotten more acclaim, but we're too busy sucking Clint Eastwood's dick and giving so let's talk about Clint. Yeah. And just, just so you know, Clint Eastwood, not a great director. No. No, let's talk about Clint. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get into because I got his... Um, He's not a great director. And I got his... Uh, I'm going to bring up... I did... Oh, Jesus, what am I doing? I had his filmography. By the up. way... If we start in 1992, yes. he did Unforgiven. I was going to say, by the way, redeeming. it's a masterpiece. Movie. Amazing film. It's a masterpiece. But then he it's did damn near flawless a movie. World. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And then he did A Perfect World, Bridges of Madison County, Absolute Power, True Crime, uh, uh, Space Cowboys, AJ, real quick, you, Blood AJ? Work, Mystic, Mystic River, Million Dollar Baby. Sorry. AJ. You miss Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. I actually like that movie. Okay. Oh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. I actually like that movie. Sorry. Fine. So he's got a good one there. And then he goes, True Crime, which I've never seen. Space Cowboys, dog shit. Blood Work, dog shit. Mystic River, dog shit. Million Dollar <laughs> Baby, dog shit. Flags of Our Father, dog shit. Letters from Iwo Jima, one of my favorite movies ever. Changeling. I don't know. I've seen Grand that. Dog shit. 
Gran Torino, I hear is dog shit. Gran Torino is not terrible. It's got some funny lines in it. It's a horribly cheesy movie, though. Invictus. It is, but he there. Before you go on, AJ, the 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 cheesiness of Eastwood bleeds through in his movies, right? Yeah. All right. Sorry, I just you know, when you is, just is said that, is, that, is, is that a style? Because like, oh, when oh, I watch it, a, when I watch a Scorsese film, I know it's a Scorsese film. Yeah. And Clint Eastwood. Is, like, is there like, some kind of style like Eastwood is is portraying that I'm supposed to? Doesn't supposed let to know? you as the viewer figure things out for yourself. He tells you as a was, narrator or a yeah, character. That's what I'm saying. He said there's so many things that are said that are better left unsaid, but for some reason they're built into the fucking screenplay. In some movies, like Unforgiven, it works. Right. Right. Uh, so to pick up where AJ was, I haven't seen Invictus or Hereafter, but uh, I have seen J. Edgar. And you had fucking Leonardo DiCaprio playing J. Edgar Hoover, and he fucked it up. Uh, mm-hmm. That was terrible. I haven't Jer- seen... Jer- Jersey Boys. Yeah, I haven't seen that. American Sniper, which one of I you was, wanted to pick? I, I was about to pick that movie for uh, the movie I hate, which I, I went, I avoided picking it because I realized we were about to have three Clint Eastwood movies, and I was like, I don't want to dogpile on him. Oh, I, I, you totally should. No, but I love Unforgiven. I, that's Unforgiven is one of my favorite movies, and I don't want to. It is mine as well. Yeah, but uh, American Sniper. I feel like it's just like some propaganda American bullshit mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Chris Kyle's uh, not a hero. He's uh, kind of a piece of shit. Rest in peace. But yeah, yeah. And the movie yeah, there was, was there was a retarded. lot that came out after that movie that that was like yeah, not only kind of inaccurate. And then after that, and then mm-hmm. after that, Sully. I actually like Sully. The fifteen and seventeen to Paris. That's horrible. Yeah, that looked the, bad. I didn't see the, that. The Mule. Terrible. Richard Jewell. I watched that the other night, actually. Richard you Jewell. So what's funny is on Rotten Tomatoes, right, It's uh, I feel like the critic score is like 79%, but the audience score is like 96%. Really? Um, it's okay. It's not bad. Sam Rockwell is fucking great. He's always great. Sam uh, Rockwell is one of my favorite actors. Yeah, so he was really wonderful. On the planet. In it. Um, but like it, 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 there were some moments that I felt that cheesy, overstated Eastwood style was happening over and over again. But uh, Kathy Bates was in it. I thought she did a nice job. Um, it's not a terrible movie, but I will tell you, the fifteen seventeen to Paris. Have you guys ever? Do you know no, about I, that? I remember. The, I remember watching the trailer for it, and then I remember, wanting to avoid it. Yeah, I remember the story. See again, like Richard Jewell, like. The story that it's based on was fucking amazing. Like right. these random Americans on a train in Europe, like thwarting a terrorist guys. attack. Yeah, that's the Just problem. Great story. Yeah, but but Dan in in Richard Jewell, he hired actors. The fifteen seventeen to Paris. He took the he real used the dudes real guys. that yeah. did it and made them actors, and it was so bad. They are because ter- they're not actors, so of course they're terrible actors. Yeah, it, it's just it is. It's a long slog to get through. The scene where it actually happens is actually kind of cool because they were fucking there, so they could like they could accurately depict what happened, and it's really harrowing. Outside of that part in the movie, that movie's fucking awful. It's really awful. Makes sense. And if you, I mean, if you, like AJ, I mean, there's really no 
other than Unforgiven and I guess kind of uh, you like it, Letters for Iwo Jima, which I don't think I've seen. Um, Sully, Amazing. I don't mind. Amazing. I, I would letters. recommend. I would recommend like if if you're if you're trying to like determine whether you like a director or not. I need to see it. I haven't seen. I it. I don't know. I think Letters from Iwo Jima will make you I, like Clint Eastwood, but I. I, so uh, l- let me just say one thing I actually kind of like uh, with Clint Eastwood as a director because like as a kid in the 80s I watched some Dirty Harry movies with mm. dad. Yeah. Dad and I watched Dirty Harry and uh, one of my all time favorites I, even, I like had a fucking bumper sticker on my wall as a kid from the movie Sudden Impact with the all-time classic fucking line of go ahead make my day mm-hmm. so because of that as a child I'll, there'll always be a place in my heart for clint eastwood as shitty as some of yeah. these movies are i have that little soft spot for clint because of go ahead make my day and the connection of dirty harry with dad so well yeah dp and marky we'll get you real to in a second but uh dad one of dad's favorite movies was the outlaw josie wales mm-hmm. and he used to say and when i was young he used to subject me to that movie i'm like this sucks i i didn't like it as i got older i i watched it again and i liked it but he directed that movie and started it and that was one of dad's absolute favorites so uh yeah that, that that's like i said what after 1992 is where it all kind of went started falling apart for him but before that right. it was all right so yeah, I didn't know he did uh, Outlaw Josie Wales as a director, and but pretty much just add on to what Dan was saying. Clint Eastwood will always have a special place in my heart with the classic spaghetti westerns that he starred in, and the movie Unforgiven, which I said is one of my favorites. Brilliant. Love that movie. That yeah. I could watch that movie every week, never get bored of it. I in my mind, that's like almost a perfect movie it's yeah, just the unforgiven is a truly great great film and b- with him making that it's it breaks my heart to see these other movies that we talk shit about but you know <laughs> we gotta be honest yeah and mm-hmm. it's but he also gets somewhat of a pass right because in my mind he did unforgiven yeah. outlaw josie wells and just some of the roles that he's acted in maybe that's why he gets uh, a lot of like praise when it comes to some of these movies that aren't honestly that good and we're still just uh, you know the, the academy or whoever's like it's fucking clint though mm-hmm. like you, you got to give it to him yeah i don't i don't disagree with that i mean he, the guy's been doing it for i am god 50 years 60 years now at this point because yeah. he's 91 i believe still, mm-hmm. still uh, kicking. so you know he's still yeah he's still he, he's garnered a lot of respect i'm not talking shit about him in that respect i actually think he's a good actor and he's been wildly successful in hollywood so and made you know. some of the most in my mind some of the most memorable movies yeah yeah, yeah i i couldn't agree more so yeah i just I, I take I take issue with some of his directing um, abilities and some of the things he does, but for the most part, on a level of of respect, I respect the fuck out of Clint Eastwood. I just uh, 
I don't know. I think some of his directing, especially in the last 10, 15 years, has left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and, and, and when it comes to uh, American Sniper, when I was watching that for the first time, I kept thinking to myself, like, how was he actually directing this? Because he was a thousand yeah. when that movie was made. Yeah, oh yeah. So, like, was he on set directing this? Was he actually directing this? Was was he phoning, phoning yeah. it in? Yeah, was, did he have, you know, uh, like a, a sidecar director that was doing it? Was Yeah, was it like Weekend at Clint's? They were like holding him up like <laughs> yeah, like Andrew McCarthy and whoever the, f- the fuck that other guy's name is. But uh, there, there might be a ghost director in that movie, to be honest. Yeah, I, again, brilliant guy. I, I just think, you know, his acting is, I'm sorry, his directing hasn't been the best in the last, his last dozen or so movies. But has he ever written anything? That, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Thanks. So. You're looking at it. I know it, but, Unforgiven, he purchased that. That's one of my favorite factoids about the movie Unforgiven that he uh, purchased that script and he sat on it for like 12 or 15 years because yeah. he wanted to play the lead role, but he didn't feel like he was old enough to do it. So he right. sat on that script mm-hmm. until he felt like he was ready. That's, and, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. And then it, it uh, uh, you might be able to tell me real quick when the movie came out. I feel like it was like the mid or late nineties, but uh, it was shot in a way that was uh, a, an homage and a throwback to his spaghetti Western days. Yeah. And I just thought he did such a good job with that movie. Love him. Love him yeah. for that. Unforgiven yeah. is 1992. And yeah, okay. uh, it's wonderful. It's one of my favorite movies. It's in oh, my top I, 20. So. I thought it was 1960. Uh, the way you shot it for sure. No, that's a different The Unforgiven. Sorry. <laughs> DP. Uh, there's another movie in 1960 called The Unforgiven. DP. Uh, that's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. I won't make any more. DP. <laughs> it's like the Steve McQueen thing we're going back to again. Right? Yeah. All right. So uh, it was great in Bullet, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So before we wrap tonight, anybody got anything else for. Uh, the movies you talked about, movies you hate, Clint Eastwood. Anybody got anything else before we call I, it? I uh, yeah, yeah, real quick. Yeah, Mar- actually, Mark, Marky, go I ahead. I think we all do. <laughs> Marky, Marky, go. <laughs> make make it quick. Um, all of you. Sure. Going back to my movie that I watched, A Star Is Born. Um, I think it was Timmy when you were talking about your movie that it jogged my memory. Something that I hated about A Star Is Born was the uh, the conversation and the dialogue. So much of the movie was. Uh, disjointed and it wasn't clean people were talking over each other which i realize is more accurate to real life but it's not the way we see films and movies and it's just it it seemed like there was just no real like script control or direction um and that, that that was another aspect which i strongly disliked the movie i'm like who the fuck is talking right now who is supposed to be talking it's just a bunch of disjointed conversations okay. one over the other yeah you and i can you and i can d- discuss it more down the line i'm sure we will how do you like that movie but marky another time we're <laughs> rapping tonight uh aj what, what else do you have before we call it yeah mr griffith can gargle my balls okay <laughs> f- fair enough uh, quick and accurate he's not the best color guy in the league for nothing folks good aj good. uh dp anything else before we uh call it an evening Ah. Uh, Sure, I'd just like to say if the uh, film casino was a woman, I would say 
that cunt can suck a dick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. All right. I'll, I'll keep an eye on my email next week, DP. Yeah. I think, HR. I think uh, our sister is going to take a shot at us again. That's all right. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, That's called the comedy rule of three, people. You got to do it three <laughs> times to make it funny. <laughs> So, uh, all right. So that's it for tonight. Uh, definitely a, uh, <laughs> a very uh, different conversation we had than what we normally do. That was uh, that was good. I, I feel like we got the let out. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I did. Fun. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed <laughs> shitting on movies. For Random I, anger is I, so I fun. Enjoyed that, but I did not like watching the movies. Yeah, that mm. are bad. Marky, I was just gonna say. Now that I look back on it, and actually we talked about this when we were talking last night, was uh, it's a flawed concept in theory because then we're just torturing ourselves during a time where it sucks in life right now. So I just <laughs> added on to the suckdom of life. Yeah. And uh, so I, I apologize. We'll recycle that sometime down the line. Uh, uh, Let's uh, uh, apology somewhat accepted. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll 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 go positive again next week. And speaking of next week, Marky, do you have any idea yet, or do you still kind of? Yeah, I'm it still out? up in the air. I'm okay. still up in the air. Um, you know, I I hate to recycle a topic so soon with only having eight episodes under our belt. Um, but I'm somewhat leaning towards a genre, kind of like what uh, AJ did mm-hmm. um, with a breakdown. And you know the kind of movies that I love. I like. Yes, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan with sci-fi, horror slash thrillers. So maybe something along the lines of like an OG, like Alien, and then like a a, a more recent. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. Alien. I don't know. Alien. Alien. The Ridley Scott film was my it's like the scariest film i've ever seen so maybe something like alien and then a uh a more modern yeah i think that might be good because yeah let me think on that but maybe okay. alien for sure and then i'll pick so let's do sci-fi thriller uh slash horror and we'll go definitely i'll have you guys watch alien because okay. you know that one of the greatest and then i'll i'll think on the modern one what to give you guys and we can talk about uh you know where Blair, John Blair Witch Project. No something mm-hmm. good, AJ. Oh, but then hey. we, we uh, so I will recycle a topic. We'll All we'll right. talk about the genre of sci fi thriller. And if for some reason you feel during the week you need to switch gears, that's fine too. Sure. Whatever you gotta do. Listen, uh director spotlights, actor spotlights, those are always fun and they're easy to do. So if you if you want to do that, feel free. If not, I, I actually, but to be honest, I, I like where you're going with that. And I haven't watched Alien in fucking forever. So that, that would be, that would be great. So um, that'll be a great topic next week. We're kicking it back to the beginning again. Marky was the, the one to come up with the topic in week one. And we are uh, getting back. This is going to be Jesus Christ. So that's what's third week around. Yeah. Nine episodes. My third time. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. Uh, God, eight episodes. Look at us, boys. Holy shit! Right? We're fucking crushing it. People are loving us. Uh, it's been yeah. great. Love we're fucking night. huge in China. Huge, huge. Yeah, yeah. China uh, loves huge. us. Yeah, we're. I, I we can't huge. give any. We can't really give any numbers on that. But just right. believe us. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, this is uh this this has been great. Uh, I appreciate you guys indulging me tonight. Uh, with this negative. <laughs> shit talking episode i really really liked it i feel like the lead 
got out tonight and that's yeah. what we were going for Hell so yeah. uh great job tonight guys i appreciate you going back and suffering through some movies that you absolutely hate and that marky you subjected yourself to a movie you knew you would hate so yes. i appreciate the sacrifice guys it shows a lot and mm-hmm. i appreciate you indulging me again so great job tonight and unless anybody has anything uh we ready we're gonna call it i think I'm we're done. good homie all right boys love you great job tonight and we will uh, pick it up again next weekend all right. Night, night, night. All right. Love you, Mom. The Movie Council is adjourned.